You're listening to Soul Vibes and Chaos. Best friends Carrie and Christina dive deep and tackle why their lives have failed to meet their expectations. What do you do when that college degree can't get you a job? Your best friend forever turned into your best friend until 30? Your knight in shining armor ended up being a fool wrapped in tinfoil. Where do you go from there? Join the girls each week as they discover what next steps they took. They hope sharing their own stories will give you encouragement and advice through your hard times. Hello. Hello. When you got here this morning, I killed I killed a spider. <laughs> I'm so glad you killed a spider before I got here. I'm like looking out the door. I'm like, yeah, she's here. Wait, I'm like, spiders are a good sign. I remember like this whole thing with spiders that we had. I was like, it's- and now she's literally walking up to my door and I'm like, smack kill a spider i didn't even put two and two together you're like i killed a spider when like you got i know it. you didn't do you didn't I mean, I was like react. okay that's great because you know me and spiders you didn't react the way i wanted you to and i'm like uh hello i, uh-huh, I, 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 ki- I killed a I killed a spider and you're like that's very oh. symbolic <laughs> i know <laughs> it's kind of like the whole start of our business right now I know. Well, that's kind of how we got into podcasting. <laughs> We're going to base everything off the body of a spider. You know, the body and then the little legs that come out from it. And those little legs are going to have subjects. And then all of a sudden you're going to see a spider which has significant meaning behind it. And guess what? I killed a spider before you got here. <laughs> that didn't ring a bell at all. <laughs> Good job. Well, I'm not done with my coffee. <laughs> this past week wasn't that bad. I was, you know, like more myself, but the week before. I Intense. couldn't even get out of bed. I know, it was horrible. I took a nap every single day, and I felt like I hadn't slept at night. Right? But you, like, slept a full eight hours, and then you're like, okay. Define eight hours. <laughs> Does it count from the time you enter the bedroom to the time you get out of the bedroom? Technically. No. <laughs> I mean, like, five hours of sleep, possibly? No. Okay. Well, it depends on how many hours you actually need to function. Like, I need a lot. Like I should get a lot, but I feel like most of the time I'm in this dreaming, not dreaming, awake state where you are sleeping, but you're dreaming, but the dreaming feels real, so then you wake up and you're more tired. I think they mentioned, like, astro travel, potentially, but... Yeah, I've never had that. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a, you know, another realm, literally. <laughs> Would it be like on a different planet? Because I just had that, like, a couple weeks ago and yes. it was bizarre kind of like when have you ever you're falling asleep and you kind of gasp or like for air your body jerks nope yeah <laughs> you're like more in tune with that stuff I, than i it's am it's not like i wanted it at first <laughs> your body was just like yeah go ahead great awakening coming up <laughs> hey christina knock knock <laughs> guess who's here <laughs> time to wake up <laughs> And I'm over there just sleeping all soundly, like, yeah. Yeah, I guess when I text you and I'm like, so, uh, my body left, well, my spirit left my body, and then I was, like, on this other plane, I, but it was dreaming. I'm pretty sure that's what you call dreaming. No, that's not dreaming. No, I don't think so. You know, dreaming, just, like... Light worker stuff. <laughs> Maybe try, like, this realm. Like, I know. Can I get my shit together here? Because, like, you know, that'd be great. Maybe that's like teaching you how to get your shit together here probably like oh by the way while you're up here on the 5d level 
living your best life. In the 3D world down here, you're falling apart. But it's okay, because you'll eventually get there. Might take you like five years, but you'll get there. (laughs) The courses of awakening. (laughs) First you have an epiphany of a breakdown. The aha tower moment. When everything just crumbles. Yep. And you hit like rock bottom and you're like... These rocks aren't too bad. No, they feel pretty nice. You yeah. get comfy and you're like, oh, just wait, you're going to go further. Yeah. Next step. It's only going to get painful. You thought you healed from that gas squad and you didn't. You didn't. No. We're just going to rehash that because you thought you worked through that problem. No, that was only like section 1A. Now you're on section 1B. And then you go back to 1A because you're like, oh, wait, you missed a part, so let me backtrack you. Yeah. And then try that again. Pretty much. See if you pass the test. Yeah. If you fail, you're going to repeat it all over again multiple times through different people or things or whatever until you actually ace it, like 100%. And then I think that's when they say completing a cycle. (laughs) It's true. Like, you... Like, you want to complete the cycle, and you're like, yeah, I'm going to complete the cycle. And then all of a sudden, you're like, I didn't complete it, because somehow I'm back to where I started, and now i got to do everything all over again. And then you're inching closer, and you're like, I'm almost there. I'm almost there. And you're like, I'm there. And they're like, you forgot one thing. One little minuscule thing. Kind of like when I text you in the middle of the night, and I'm like, I'm not over it, because this just triggered me. I thought I worked through this already! Why are we going back to this? I've done that too. I'll like FaceTime you and I'm like, I know why I'm triggered. It's just still bothering the crap out of me. I can't just be over it. I'm like still working through it. When you always say to me, now why are you reacting? What is it about it that's triggering you that you're reacting the way you are? You hate it when I do that. I do. Because you're always freaking right. It makes me stop and think about it. No, Christina, you're not just being jealous. Like, what about that picture is making you angry? Oh, maybe because you are jealous deep down. But what about jealousy are you feeling? Where did that come from? Did that just appear? No, because we thought we worked through that already. It's like a little mini therapy session. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. I'm like, come to Dr. Carey. I will tell you everything that is wrong. Because I am spot on. Well, let's dive deeper into this. And, well, yeah, you're jealous, but we're going to go a little further. You're like, I don't want to. No, I'm perfect. Everybody's perfect, right? I mean, we all, we say we heal from traumas and, like, power moments. No. You know, you just push it to the side. You say, oh, it happened. All right, done. Wash my hands of it. Five minutes. Okay, moving on. Guess what? No, that's not how it happens. And then something random will, like, bring all that back up to the surface, which you think you healed from, and you actually didn't. And then all of a sudden you're like, why am I so triggered? And you can't figure it out. You're just repeating the same cycle because you never completed it to begin with. Nobody wants to dig into themselves. Nobody wants to do internal work at all. Because that's where, like, all the shadow, the dark stuff that you push aside that you don't really think affects your future life, but it really does until you start to, like, dissect it. And once you're dissecting it, you're like, oh, shit. Okay. That's why that keeps happening. Note it. Don't repeat, Christina. (laughs) (laughs) But it's true because it's like you... You want to be able to, like, work on yourself so you can be the best version that you can be because, like, whoever you meet, you want to be this, like, 
horrible, needy person that's like everybody can't stand because I've been there, I've done that. I become so attached and it's like when you work on yourself, it's like you feel better. You are working on your internal work. Like how does that not attract people that are positive and are working on themselves as well rather than being like the complete opposite where they're like, yeah, I'm good. Like, I don't need to, I'm perfect. I don't need to work on myself. And it's like, you're full of crap. Like, you totally need to work on yourself because it's like, it'll propel you into the next part of your life, your next, the next area, whether that be career, love, whatever, like friendship. It's like, if you, for me, I've noticed if you're at like a lower, like energy level, like, lower vibration. Yeah, like it brings you down. Like, the negative people around you really, like, suck the energy out of you you're like after you hang out with them you're like i am so exhausted it's like their energy it's like they're either negative like there's something in their life that they're complaining about when you're around and all they do is like bitch and complain and you're like i don't want to be around it it's draining well it's kind of like when you walk into the room and there's like a couple people you ever just all of a sudden like you get like sick to your stomach a little bit you get like a headache you can just sense the the vibe is off. Like you could just feel the tension. The oh, I can totally read the room when I go, like when I walk in. Right. So it, think about what it's doing to you right then and there. You entering the room. So imagine you surrounding yourself around these people continuously, day after day or every couple of days. That's going to have such a negative impact on you internally that you don't even realize that that's going to actually stop your personal growth mm-hmm. as you as a person in yeah. your love life, your career, your hobbies, anything. I mean, your tribe is supposed to be the loudest supporters. And if you're walking into a room of your tribe, quote notation, and it's negative energy and a lower vibration, how is that going to support and fulfill you as a human to propel you forward? Because you're you're low you're in a lower vibration. Yeah, and it, but it's hard like especially like when they're family or like people that you've just known for so long that it like how do you go about that like are you like gingerly like walking like around, on eggshells around them because it's like well I still care about them they're family or they're this or they're that like they're so close to me I don't want to lose them but it's at the same time it's like what part of you are you losing with being around them all the time because it's like their energy is going to play off of you and I've always heard it's like the five people you surround yourself yes. with is who you start to become and you're like and like your personality kind of changes around people and like not a chameleon but you you change you're adapting yeah like you adapt to whoever you're around and it's like if they're negative all the time well that's gonna make you negative and do you really want to like be so emotionally drained each and every time you hang out with them it's like no it's like you want the people that are going to be the loudest supporters the people that are like doing x y and z in their life that you agree with you want the good energy you want those good vibes rather than like sitting in the back and be like look at her like and then it's like you're jealous or Which like ego based then and yeah. it's not coming from your heart and I like started to really dissect everything like my thoughts almost not controlling my thoughts but looking into my thoughts like why am I having this thought process like what about this thought has just created this because it creates a vibration and an energy and if you're always thinking negative like the worst case scenario you're going to attract that yeah. so essentially when you are hanging out with these people that you know are always negative it's subconsciously and internally it's affecting you and then you start to act like that. I feel like my biggest thing is when you do have family or friends that are close to you that aren't always supportive or negative, 
I find I need to kind of just remove myself and go into hermit mode. Because nothing you say or do is going to affect and change how they are. Because it's kind of one of those things like you can't expect somebody to change. No. And if they don't You try so hard though. Yeah. If you don't, if they don't see their behavior as being a certain way, you as an outsider can't, is not going to change it Mm -mm. and make them see it. So I always find the best way for me is to just kind of remove myself from the situation kind of just back off, do my own thing, regroup, go into hermit mode as I like to call it. And I crawl back into my shell. Like, yeah, no. just do you for a little bit kind of thing, you know? You're not cutting them off, but you're just not as involved yeah. presently in the situations with those individuals because it is toxic after a while. And I feel like when you're coming home from hanging out with certain people and you feel drained, that's not a, that's not a good sign. No, and I think also, like, if you start working on yourself and you become, like, more positive or just internal work I feel like that'll project onto them and they may start to change slowly but like in their own time like they have to want it but they have to want it like you can't like I've tried so many times like throughout my life and like looking back like doing my internal work I've noticed like oh my gosh I've tried to change this person and that person to be in control and be able to be like, no, you're going to move here and do this and do that. And it's well, like... Well, that goes with expectations then. Because controlling yeah. is that you're having that control because you're expecting the outcome to be a certain way in that situation. Like, you're expecting them to raise their vibration and be and more positive. Not. And they're not. And then you get frustrated and get mad right. and you're like, why aren't they doing what I want them to do? And it's like, they're not a puppet. They're not like a marionette on strings where you're able to control them. It's like, they have to be able to change in their own time and I feel like the more like positive and the different things that you're working on internally like will rub off on them if you're around them and then they'll slowly start to change maybe they won't even notice it either I think I said to you a couple weeks ago is that when I was hanging out with some people that just I couldn't I just wasn't working like I there was nothing wrong but the energy was just such different and like at a different level and I think that's when I start to realize, like, the whole true meaning of raising your vibration and, like, positive outlook. Because when you start to do that and you start to get to a certain point where you are happy with yourself and you're happy with, you know, whatever situation. Yeah, we all have horrible days. I think the biggest part is realizing that not every day is going to be perfect. No. <laughs> but you can look at the long run and be like, okay, well, what about today was shitty and screwed up? But tomorrow's going to be better because each day is a new start. I realized that when I was hanging out with these people that, wow, I feel drained. Like, I can't even stand to, li- like, be in this situation because it's just sucking me. T- like, I'm just, I'm tired. Like, it's just messing with me. But but it's amazing, like, when you, like, remove yourself, you step back and look at it in a completely new, like, picture. And you realize, like why do I feel so drained? And you kind of like figure it out. You're like, you have this like, aha, like, oh my gosh, like there it is. I figured it out. Yeah. Cause people that are closest to you shouldn't make you more tired. It shouldn't be work. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it shouldn't be work. No. It, it should be upbeat, you know, I mean like positive at least, you know, support system. Yeah. That you can talk to openly about certain subjects. But I feel like a lot of times when they're in a lower negative energy, as I like to call it, ego based, when you do talk to them and you don't necessarily want criticism, you just want a listening ear. Constructive criticism, yes. though, is good. Yes. But you don't want them to be, So like, negative, like, all the... Like, there's no positive, like, it's, oh, you just can't do that. Like, it just... Coming from, like, sense. anger or jealousy, yes. then, yeah, Which like, is the that's the ego-based part of it. 
or them explaining like well i feel this way or that way then you understand but if they just like call you out on your crap and you're like didn't really want that today but i mean you call me out on my crap but you call me out on a good really (laughs) i'm screwing up or i'm doing something (laughs) stupid or i need to do something you're like christina I, I'm, I'm just a very honest person. Like, I yes. say Which it like it is. But people don't like that. People no. don't like when you call them out on their shit because they're like, I'm trying to bury my shit and I, I'm perfect. my shit doesn't stay. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, I can totally read you a mile away. Like, good luck. But, like, I'm, I hate it because, like, I just met somebody a couple weeks ago and I was like, yeah, sorry. I'm a very honest and blunt person. And I was like, I shouldn't have to say that, but people don't understand me. Right. They- can't read you yet so because i'm so secretive like (laughs) but i like it that way yeah on the silent dark side that's who i am maybe that's why we're black all the time (laughs) dark like your soul (laughs) dark like my soul so you have to you feel like you had to tell them like oh i'm a really blunt and honest person and it's like why do we feel like we need to tell people who we are, like, how we are without, like, it's, like, a pre- preconceived notion. Like, you know what I mean? They already have this, like, oh, yeah. they're already prejudging us because, oh, we have resting bitch face. Well, it's, no, I'm not really having resting bitch face. I'm just reading you, and your vibe from head to toe is back off danger. <laughs> well, have you ever, I've had this happen before, where it's, like, someone was, like, approaching, like, to hang out or whatever, and I, like, my head started hurting. I was, like, I... Because their energy, they're negative. It's, like, But you can feel it. And they're not even in the room, and then all of a sudden they get there, and the whole energy... The dynamics just just shifts. And you're, like, wow. Okay, so this is... And then you gotta, like, adjust it, and then I'm, like, I'm very awkward. Like, I hate small talk. So when... You get super quiet and you have resting bitch face, then. But which that doesn't also, help the situation. But I also read people. I'm if like right. if if it's not just you and I'm chit chatting and it's like we have four people around. Because there's like I'm, a little like computer log in your head. I literally like scan you from head body to toe. Language. I know you do. I read body language like it's my job. <laughs> if the FBI is looking for a new profiler. <laughs> Let me know. But I, I've literally read books from FBI that have <laughs> written books, and I'm like, <laughs> what are you? you're so good at. Never mind. <laughs> I've done my research. Uh, iced coffee. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I live for iced coffee. I mean, when is there never not a good time for coffee? I know. I feel like we need like this whole keg next to us. <sighs> yeah. Can I just get an IV drip? <laughs> That would be great, please. Ooh, a backpack with the little straw. With the, the oh, yeah, straw. like for hiking or whatever. Yes. Yeah. Fill me up. Oh, my gosh. You know, like, I wonder how much coffee could actually go into one of those. The question is then how much water should I be drinking? I know, because I would be like, I'm going to pass out right now. Just <laughs> excuse me real quick. <laughs> my coffee to water ratio is not good. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I know where it's really hot out, and I should be drinking a lot more water. I've noticed, though, like, I'll drink my coffee in the morning, and then I'm like... My head is starting to hurt. Maybe yeah. I should actually like get you're dehydrated, and the ca- caffeine is just <laughs> sucking you dry. But it's so good. Besides the whole vibes being off this couple of last weeks, I mean, can we just talk about how we're like in a pandemic, and that's probably not helping us. It's impact. helping because um, when I used to like get coffee out, like on my way to work, I would get three shots of espresso. <laughs> Hey, it's better than four. <laughs> Getting a quad just, is like way too much for me. Okay? Can, can she just hook her mouth up to the espresso machine, please? Just 
fill her up. What? It just it tastes really good. No wonder you were like <laughs> bouncing off the walls. I'd like come into work, sit at my desk, and be like, oh my gosh, guess what? I'm very energetic today. And you're like, how much have you had? Just meanwhile, me over here, like, you know, half asleep, glass is not on street. You should really get three shots of espresso. <laughs> Doing it all wrong. <laughs> Caramel macchiato clearly isn't thrown up. Can I have four shots of espresso in that, please? <laughs> you can have our palpitation be on the freaking floor. <laughs> and I'd be just like, well... Maybe we should try three next. <laughs> yeah. Let's go down a notch. We'll increase it to four. Start off with two, well, then we'll do three. That's what I did. I just, I think four's too many. <laughs> I'm drinking water right now as we speak. This is true. I think you need to drink more water. <laughs> I'm getting there. It's, just, it's, it's a slow process over the course of the day. It's not like gulp, gulp, gulp. I drink 64 ounces already. Leanne, that's not me. No. I do like water, though. Water's refreshing and good. It is, and it's good for your skin. <laughs> That's why I'm wearing palpation. <laughs> Hide all the blemishes. Meanwhile, I look like I'm over here with my makeup on. It's okay. Um, you came in, and you're like, your, your makeup looks good. You look amazing. And I'm like, uh, foundation, hello. Yeah, bare minerals, right? Yes. I love it. Thank you. This is not sponsored, by the way. <laughs> no. But I mean, if you want to. Bare Let us know. <laughs> Call us up. Soul vibes and chaos over here. It's a lot of chaos. That's for freaking sure. Yes. Much so. Well, sometimes it's like soul, and we're like smooth, and we're calm, and we're True. good. But like, there's so much other like chaotic parts of our lives that we're like, oh my gosh, can you imagine? Like, here we go again. Like, there's. I've noticed like that's also like the negative energy, like certain aspects, and it's like. If you don't want that a part of your life, you got to change it. Like, whether that's work or relationships, it's like, I know there's certain areas where, like, it rolls over into different areas. Like, whether it be, like, work and it's, like, you hate your job and, or it's just, it's not something you thoroughly enjoy and it's, like, mentally and physically draining and, like, the people you deal with or whatever, it's, like, you have to be able to, like, get out of that like mindset and then like look for something that you're gonna enjoy because for me I've been in situations and I've had jobs where like I'm not getting any benefit out of it it's not nothing I enjoy but you're not able to it's like you're literally stuck at a dead-end job and it's you're not able to move in any which way to get that fulfillment that you need and it kind of goes in like where are you getting your life's purpose purpose at you know what is fulfilling you personally yeah because Anybody can go to, you know, your normal 8 to 5, 9 to 5 job or, you know, work in retail. And, but if you don't have that passion for it and that drive and that, like, fulfillment, you're, like, you know, something's missing. And I always said that it doesn't matter what you do. As long as you do it and you love it and it makes you happy, it'll never feel like work. And it'll never feel draining. But it's hard when you have to figure out what that thing is. Because, like, for me, it's like, I always say, I'm a jack of all trades, master of none. Because I enjoy different things. And then I'm like, all right, I'm bored. And I guess that's, like, my personality. It's like, I enjoy stuff for a short period of time. And then I'm like, all right, what's next? Well, that's how I've always been. It's kind of like, okay, I got this. I went, I set this goal, and now I got here. Now, okay, what's next? What's next? What's next? At what point do you get to a point where you're like, oh, I'm content and satisfied? Is that when you start to look and be like, maybe I'm not fulfilling my life's purpose or I'm not truly happy with the course that I've taken or the direction that it's going. Yeah. It's hard because in a today's society, I feel like you have the two different generations. You have 
our parents' generation of which they expect you to do the eight to five. You get a paycheck, you have health benefits, you have a 401k, you, that's what's important from that generation. So mm-hmm. our generation is entrepreneurs, like live your dream, live your best life, do what makes you happy. And so when you talk, I find when I would talk to, you know, certain people of our parents' generation, they, I, you get pushback. Well, you want to be a makeup artist. Well, how are you going to make a living from that? You need to be a doctor or a yeah. lawyer. You, you know, or you're not going to get a regular paycheck. You're not going to have health benefits and you have to get on the marketplace. I mean, there's so many things that go into, you know, finding your life's purpose and what makes you happy. And I feel like a lot of it is really figuring out what you're okay with in the part of, you have it brainwashed in your head that you need to get a paycheck every two weeks, every week. You have to have benefits. You have to 401k. That's it's the what expectations. makes you successful. Yeah. That's what you are supposed to do as an adult for the rest of your life. You then get to 65 and you retire. <laughs> Our generation is like the whole complete opposite of like, what are you going to do that's going to make you happy that can make an income? So where do you find balance in the two of them where like you pursue something that's going to make you happy, but also an income because Mm-hmm. We do live in a generation where, especially now with the economy, everything is so up in the air. And so you needed a residual income. Yeah. But how do you find that when you have something that you love, like a hobby? And how do you turn that hobby into a, a career and a passion to drive you forward? You work on your career and passion at like 5 p.m. to 9 p.m. at night. And you yeah. work your like typical weekly pay job that you work every day from eight to five you just work on your hobby afterwards until you're accruing enough money that you can make it full-time and you're actually doing what you love as well as keeping your bills like paid and your house afloat you know it's like like a lot of times too we don't even look back and go okay well what do we actually need money-wise like dollar-wise what would you need to survive a month yeah on your like with your bills food and everything i feel like with the paycheck you just kind of goes in the bank account you don't really ever notice it you pay your bills but you have left over you have left over but when you are starting to think in the mindset of let's think outside the box of working for corporate america okay. and your own business Cringe. that's when the numbers really start to come play like play in mm-hmm. is fifteen hundred dollars a month going to be sufficient like yeah. What's the cost now? Because now you're paying yourself essentially and you don't have paid time off, so you're going to work longer hours. Mm-hmm. I've struggled over the course of probably 12, 13 years of having my side business makeup where it's been a hobby and I kind of kept it that way because it's not as stressful then to have to put the pressure on myself to have a regular income and constantly push and, you know, what? how am I going to get health insurance and pay time off which has never really been an issue for me but the health benefits has always been number one because unfortunately you can't say what's going to happen with your health so I feel like that's something that's always important to have but yeah but everything's changing like my grandmother she worked until her 70s she couldn't retire like she only was able to retire for like one or two years before she passed and it's like you have this retirement and you want to retire and they're like you're going to retire at 65 like not everybody can do that so it's like those expectations when you're younger like don't really like they don't meet today yeah it's like they're not really relevant where we currently are so it's like why not go after your dreams and work harder and work to 
two jobs technically like doing your nine to five every day and then coming home and working on something that you thoroughly enjoy but it's like you got to make it a priority in order for you to be able to live off of it and make it full time so you can quit your nine to five which is always like at the back of their head well what's going to be the next thing like how do I propel myself forward how do I become the best version of myself in this hobby to make it a full-time career oh that's a whole other topic (laughs) (laughs) right that's that's another year from now we don't have enough time to talk about that (laughs) (laughs) i do feel like the chaos around us has a lot to do with it and being in the pandemic is not helping any because i feel like we're all sheltered even more so yeah which gives you a lot of time to think (laughs) (laughs) it's it's healthy. It's good to be able to, like, sit there and think, but then sometimes you overthink. Like, you're regrouping. Like, yeah. Kind of like you thought that this was the life that you were going to have and the course that you were supposed to be on, and then all of a sudden, the whole world just stopped. Mm-hmm. And now, it's time to reevaluate. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I was picking out curtains, and you're like, yeah, I like this. And I was like, I really love the other ones. And I asked, like, two other people, and they're like, I really love it. And I was like, three people love the other curtains. And I'm like, (laughs) why did you even ask us? You should just tell your first. But at the same time, it's like, I respect your opinions, and I want to know what you prefer, because it's like, I trust what you're going to say, and if it looks good or not. Like, I don't want to put up curtains, and you'll be like you put up those <laughs> but I, I love them and it's like I love them because I'm like half tempted to just <laughs> do call you out <laughs> I know but it, it's good but at the same time I'm like I really like those curtains so I might still buy them you can have a backup option switch them. I want to be able to like put them up and I'm like will I like them within two years or am I going to be like on to the next by then so I'm like should I buy them and like hold them hold on to them so I can use them at a later date because that would also save me money down the road then I I have curtains, but like so sure. yeah, I'm still like weighing out like my pros and cons. How many is one too many of curtains to have? You, oh, girl, you've never had too many <laughs> curtains because they're yeah. freaking expensive. I know they're way too expensive. Can we just talk about that? Why are curtains so expensive? Like I understand the fabric, like okay, that's pretty pricey depending, but, but per panel, really, like these businesses are trying to get too much profit. We're in the wrong business. We right? should be in the curtain business. I don't have a sewing girl. I can't sew. I can't either. It's okay. <laughs> we'll just hire someone. I know someone. <laughs> Christina. She's made curtains before. <laughs> it's like there's so many things where like you weigh out like the short-term goals and like, well, I might like the curtains and then like the long-term will I really and like figuring out where to spend your money and I'm like well we'll wait and it's like I want to be 100% sure if I buy those curtains and like hold on to them because they're really expensive and it's like do I want to put the money into them now or just wait down the road and then buy them whenever you know like we move a like we move to a new place and then I can see if I actually like them so it's a good thought process and this is why she sent me the two pictures and I told her repeatedly which ones I liked even though she second guessed it. So she's gonna still order the first pair. She just bought oh, both of them. I, yeah. I already in her cart. <laughs> no, I or, already ordered the ones that you three agreed on and I was like, Okay. Here's a good number. I know. I would say third time's the chart. <laughs> That's what we're gonna go with. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I feel like you went in the gutter there. But I, I, okay. I was like, I'm like, yeah. did she go down? I maybe, did. I went maybe down the she rabbit did. hole. 
that's what I was worried about. I'm like, oh, here we go. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be next week's episode. (laughs) Until then, thank you so much for listening. So glad you could join us in our rambling. Hopefully, (laughs) yeah. Hopefully, you retain something out of this. Yeah, if you know, we can make a slight difference in your life and make you chuckle as much as we chuckle, or I snort occasionally, which you probably will hear from time to time. Sorry. I'm surprised you haven't done it yet because it's at least like once every like 15. Or I sound like a, a fire truck, I think it is, or like a Model T truck where like no sound comes out and it's just wheezing. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> You've done that <laughs> numerous times. If you find something like extremely, extremely funny. Yeah, no sound comes out. My stomach. I should have a six pack by now with how much I laugh. I always say that. I'm kind of disappointed, guys, because you know, there's no six pack. <laughs> thank you so much for listening tune in next week as we unravel another story that didn't meet our expectations